It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Post Show Recaps coverage of A League of Their Own. My name is Grace. We're here to chat about Switch Hitter Episode 4 of The League of Their Own on Amazon Prime. Um, but I'm not alone. First, a woman who is tall and can be seen from anywhere. Marissa, how are you doing? Yeah, contrary to popular belief, yeah, I am very tall. Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? I am great. Uh, next, a woman who can never go back to Massachusetts, Sarah Ferguson. <laughs> no, I'm kind of banned there. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, I had, to, I had to sort of pick of the litter of this episode for fun things uh, to call out. It was a very funny episode, I thought, this one. Yeah, for. I thought Switch so, too. Him. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say that, you know, you switched our positions within, yeah. you know, I'm the bottom box of the stream yard. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were going to tell me to go to the top left box. You go to the bottom. Oh! oh! <laughs> I did it on the, on the podcast. Grace just switched the box. Yeah. No, I don't like it. Switch me back. Switch, switch me back. back. It's yeah. Bad. Yeah, it's bad. yeah that go was back bad to your old position. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I want I my old position. That. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That was pretty uh, incredible. Yeah. Uh, big episode. Uh, <laughs> Dove Dove got a new job. Uh, this definitely doesn't happen in the movie. Imagine Jimmy Dugan just left halfway through the movie. I, know. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Is this, yeah. is this, is this actually what's happening do uh, we get nick offerman for three episodes and then gone a check's think- a check sarah <laughs> like, check. uh i don't know if that if that's it that feels short i have to imagine i don't know it, you could see a couple of things happening like not to get like too predicty before we even recap this episode but like does it not go well does he come back he like begs mm-hmm. for his job and is there like a redemption arc to like that but like yeah, it could just be gone, I guess. Could that could have been the Nick Offerman experience? What does the uh, old IMDb say? So oh. this is a dangerous game to play. I do love IMDb, but it will tell you how many episodes people are in. Uh so if you don't want to know the answer to whether Nick Offerman is going to okay. more episodes or not. <laughs> I forgot. This is a non-spoilery <laughs> podcast, yeah. even though the entire yeah. series yes. is out, but the the three of us have only yeah. seen I don't. Four I, I talk about the podcaster plight a lot, which is like I'm being very tongue in cheek, uh, listeners, when I say this. But uh, yeah, we're probably the only people who <laughs> yeah. watch this show by like watching one episode and then talking about it for an hour. Um, or so we're the only people to watch a Russian Doll like yep. that. Uh, Rich and I were just like we we're chatting about an episode of like some episodes of The Sandman. We're like, yeah, some, you know, I wish it would pick up the pace. It's like you can, you could have watched them all in a row. <laughs> you stopped watching. Netflix said you're you want another episode. You're like, no, they slowing down the pace actually i'll pass (laughs) i gotta go chit chat about it yeah Uh, i gotta debrief this episode so yeah we're like the only people doing this right so yeah 
yeah so the audience can laugh at us because they've they know what they know they know yeah yeah Yeah. uh i love we get the uh we get the like uh propaganda video a style uh, video uh uh make an appearance in the beginning of this episode uh yeah Uh, best part of that was surely in the outfield with the flute she still finds time for her hobbies (laughs) yes uh all of them just like knitting and playing the flute it's great uh i was i thought a little bit of a plot twist that like i was ex- i you know max has been like mm. i'm gonna be a pitcher and i'm gonna get this job at the factory mm-hmm. i'm gonna get on the team and then i'm gonna play for the negro league and then she totally blows her audition uh, i was and so, shocked yeah. i couldn't believe it and i i wonder like did she really blow it or is it that I don't know. I'm, what do we think? Do you think that she has the chops that she says she does? Or do you think that she choked a little? I think it's a little bit of both. I think yeah. there are people with high talent can choke. And I think that she, I don't think she like her pitches were good enough to hit. So it's not except for that That's last one. That well, was like a little. Yeah. But, um, you know, her they were them and they're in the zone. Like the thing with pitching is like you don't want them to hit the ball but your job is to put it in a place where they can hit it right like that is and then like pretend that they can't hit it or like hope that they don't hit it but you got to yeah. put it in that box you got to get it there and and she pitched well how I common don't... is a perfect game in pitching Ooh, very rare yeah very yeah rare. uh the ask greg maddox that's the only <laughs> yeah I mean, that's um... cool I want to say it's like the most rare thing. Like uh, there are the, actually, uh, as we are recording this, uh, last night uh, uh, there was almost a perfect game, mm. uh, but it got broken up in the uh, the first batter of the ninth inning, I believe. Uh, it's very rare. There's only been there's there's been a, a fair amount of uh, no hitters, but a perfect game is uh, is very rare. Uh, let's I'm vamping here. Uh, Twenty three times uh, it's in the history of baseball. In the history of baseball, uh, yeah. and only twenty one times since the modern era, which started in nineteen oh one. Which means oh, that's yeah. when there's lights. Yeah, which <laughs> we'll get lights. into. In yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so twenty twenty three ish times. Yeah, it's very rare. Yeah, so like yeah. it's as much pressure as there is on a pitcher. It's like the whole game's not pitching. The whole there's yeah. there's a whole big, you know, part to it. So she pitched well. I, I don't I I don't know what they were looking for. I if if the expectation was to be, you know, she kind of just went up there. There was no like it was show me what you got. Well, she didn't do horribly. She didn't ground anything. She didn't she had one one off base pitch, I think. And that whole thing. uh I think the idea is it's like you got like throw big old meat. meatballs though. I think yeah. the guy was yeah, that's pretty true. far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah. So very interesting. There's a plot twist. We like, sort of leave on this cliffhanger a bit of like, Hey, not here, but I need you to do me a favor. Uh, uh, favor blackmail. I don't know. But, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What uh, is our yeah. predictions of what this mysterious favor is going to be? Let me be on the team. That's what I was thinking. And yeah. that's a tough, that's a, that, woo. How's that going to play so, out? So, I mean, a couple episodes ago, we we're talking about uh, Max and Carson being in the grocery store. And so mm-hmm. you were like, uh, boy, I wish you stuck up for a little more. Uh, Here's you know? team. And uh, boy, yeah, you want to stick up for a teammate. Uh, yeah, it would be interesting because I, I feel like part of the reason why we assume that like Max would get on the team, she'd get to play on the Negro, like women, like black women have, did play in the Negro League. So there's this idea that like perhaps it's like a take on uh, that. Uh, uh, don't think any black women played in the All American Girls League. Um, so it'd certainly be the show taking some liberties, which I'm totally, you know, this is I'm historical fiction. Uh, doesn't need to be like historically 100% accurate, right? So, uh, you and know, maybe that's not what happens as well. So I could no. totally see her because when she first, when Max first tries to get on the team, she, approaches the coach and says just let me pitch practices let me pitch practices so that i can get you know so that uh i forget his name joe fox fox mr fox Fox, can like you know rest up because he's he's given us you know he's given us too much here on the mount so maybe that's her ask of course like i need to get better not necessarily be on the Mm. team but i need to get better can i practice with you and they run those like 
well, first of all, we got Dove out of the equation and now we've got, and they've been running those night practices and I'm sure they'll run right. more based on how this episode went. Um, so maybe there's an opportunity for practice here. She's yeah. only yeah, that, been throwing up against a wall at a box. How hilarious that they practice in the dark in the next episode. Like, <laughs> they're not very good at playing in the dark, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, I will say there's two things that this team doesn't have a current strong pitcher yeah. because Lupe is still injured mm -hmm. and the sub in pitcher is like, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. She's, I, yeah. she's gassed. Yeah. Yeah. She's gassed. And yeah. then they don't have a, um, a coach anymore. So yeah. there's an I opportunity. Mean, can Max fill in one of those spots somehow? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they sort of play with what happens, uh, uh, what happens. And I, I do think like there was a sense that like when she came to try out, I, you know, I felt like they've done a good job through four episodes. Uh, did, did we get any crossover last episode between um, any of Max's stuff with the team? I don't think so, although I could be wrong. Um, they did a good job through like four episodes of like making sure that like even though there's like most of the story is separate that there is at least one point where like they're um you know the they interact with each other them like max living in rockford certainly helps um but certainly if you just like yeah, have her on the team feels like a way to like more fully uh have all, all the show because it does kind of feel like there's like often two stories that are the beginning total equal weight which is i, I think it's great mm -hmm. um yeah I well, and this is the first time we see Max like actually seek out going to like she goes to a game. Right. Like there have been games, but she actually goes to a game. She wants to, you know, interact, not just you know, run into people in alleys or grocery stores. So yep. um yeah, and then I think the other big piece of the episode, uh uh maybe we'll we'll start there with sort of like our recapping of, of the episode, but uh Greta and Carson sneaking around, being in a relationship, although uh perhaps by the end of the episode it's not exactly what uh, uh the relationship that Carson was sort of hoping uh it, it would be. Um but um we start with them sort of uh they're looking for a place where they can go and uh make out and I love all these scenes of like uh the paranoia of like uh uh does anybody know this place? She's like yeah, I think I think they all know about this place. <laughs> okay, we well, can't go here. It's like, what is that? An owl? Uh, yeah, I think it's just like an owl because we're making out in the street. Like, we gotta go. It's like, we gotta go. Owls? Like, yeah, so fun. There's a lot of owls on shows I cover. I don't know what it yeah. is, but there's owls. Yeah. yeah, it's very, you know, you have your high school significant other and you're sneaking around so your parents don't catch you energy. Uh which is, is honestly like, you know, that's like kind of the sauciest times you can get. It's like a little bit of fun, but it's very dangerous. Um, how much did the, the beginning of the episode has Carson come in and be like, hey, I'm going to the library. If yeah. He wants to come. We could all come. You could all come. We could all go to the library or like you could cut, you know, yeah. um, and we'll see later. Like Jess and Joe have a little bit of a thing that I think uh, mm -hmm. is a thing. Um, uh just did you think just knows to just know is this like all like you know fine i think uh, that what do you think? everybody on this team probably knows except for shirley at this point maybe maybell <laughs> yeah yeah maybe maybell i see yeah. i think like shirley is very like naive to everything and you know seems a little bit to have closed-minded views perhaps and who knows who's telling me about what, but I think like the majority <laughs> of the team is at least, I mean, Joe, especially she's like, I know what you're doing and you know, yeah. this has happened before and you should cut it out essentially. Also we, jealous we, vibes. Yeah. Mm. We, we joked whether, uh, whether uh, Greta was the villain. We were like, after episode, we're like, it's Greta the villain. I was, we were like, oh, I don't think Greta's the villain. And then I'm like, is Shirley the villain? <laughs> It's like very homophobic, uh, but also very being very funny. I've never thought uh, homophobia was as funny as when Shirley's like, but she's definitely queer, you know? Like, I she's love definitely it. Queer. And then yeah. like Carson's yeah. like, don't worry. Just like, we'll figure we'll this out. Figure and they're just like, yeah, yeah, we'll figure this out. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe yeah. it's because like she's like, I like she's like, I have figured out the biggest secret that has ever <laughs> come across this team. And everyone's like, yeah, bro, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the magic of Shirley, I think. <laughs> it 
which is so funny. Kate Blanchett, she's uh, Kate Blanchett. That's not her name. Kate Berlant yep. uh, is her name. Uh, so so funny, just being like, yeah, but like she actually is. Like as the Carson's trying to like walk away, He's like yeah, but like she is weird. Like yeah, she is. Um, so yeah, I, I also love when a show, especially a sports movie, does the like everything the relationship is going well so so everything else is going well mm-hmm. uh, this is very like fever pitch i don't know if any of you watched mm-hmm. which is the jimmy Fallon movie where like because anytime the relationship is going well the team plays well and the relationship is going bad the team plays badly uh so then the red sox win the world series because mm-hmm. the relationship goes well drew barrymore jimmy fallon uh uh greta and carson like making out team winning doing great they're no doing longer great. in last place it's Not so fantastic never seen such never seen people so happy to be in third, third place, place. <laughs> <laughs> but okay so let me like there it's three out of four correct there's four it teams correct. three out of four yeah but they are no longer number four i mean this also reminded me of heartstopper a little bit like just in terms Ooh. of the energy and like so cute yeah yeah cute naive gay romance yeah. yeah 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 i was like we just need the doodles and we're and we're I, for yeah the uh the like swapping of rooms is great as mm-hmm. well uh and again got caper land is great in this when like oh, uh yeah when carson's like figures out the math how to like get them all swapped and uh but shirley is the one who has to like say it and then she's just like that's such a good idea she's like i know i just thought of it like literally right now <laughs> i love the build up to this whole thing because there was it's that good. right like there was a yeah. whole like hey carson's figuring out how to like get in the same room as greta and then they get there yeah <laughs> and they're at a convent and they can't talk oh, <laughs> oh gosh so oh, yeah they're at you're the convent so yeah, I thought that there'd be more sitcomy to like we're in a church, like we're in a church, and we're being like uh, I kind of thought there'd be more there, but uh, it's fun. Uh, they end up in the same room together. It's great. Yeah, it's uh, also like yeah. a great like as a former Catholic, it's a great statement to the church. <laughs> yes, by putting this. In yes, the what story. happens in your church? Yeah, that yeah. you don't know about. Yeah. Uh, there's this one, there's a, they fill out the team here with like these other random, and, and uh, uh, Carson like swaps the rooms and then like gets Greta and Carson to make the look at each other. And she's like, uh, this like extra is like, why are you so happy? She's like, I just, I just love God. I just love God. She's like, me too. Uh, this episode is really funny. I thought this was very, very funny. Yeah. 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 I really enjoyed it as well. I think that there was like a, a little bit of a lightness in it. And I also think that the women got to shine because Dove left midway through the episode randomly. And it was Lupe and Carson who had to step up and become kind of like the Dottie role of being the coach. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, an interesting take on the sort of uh, coach issue. We get some very good uh, uh, hand signal gestures uh, in this episode. Very synchronized. Uh, very, very synchronized. Like, it was so good. As much as the like these two characters, Carson and Lupe, had like their kerfuffles and their disagreements, they were very in sync on their signals. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying the performance uh, of uh, of uh, Lupe uh, Roberta Colandres. I'm not pronouncing that exactly right, but uh, she's been really tremendous um just got back to like greta and carson i do love this reveal here of like uh carson finally asking like why were you with a man that night and we're gonna get like uh greta's rule book uh i have rules that i live by to keep me safe which is a thing um you've talked to think about this marissa bring this up a lot of like a lot of like greta's like confidence and a lot of like the way she behaves is is safety and i think coming out of the end of episode one it was like um it felt like such a like you know heel turn from Greta to like walk out of the bar with the man and we find out that it's like no anytime I'm like you know just in case I got like spotted I'm leaving the bar with a man so I basically have an alibi um I think it's like and we're and this like the idea of like these are my rules and this is how I stay safe and this is how uh this is how it has to be is essentially what Greta's gonna like tell Carson later I find very fascinating yeah, I think it's an interesting statement on confidence in general. As I mean, yes, there's the safety thing, but like she's coming, she's using confidence as a safety mechanism for herself. But also, like, what does that mean when you see a confident woman? And what are they like? How does confidence play? There's so many layers to confidence. And, and I think it's really interesting how the show is playing with this because we see confidence from many characters. And in this case, 
with Greta, we've got it on the safety side. We've got confidence and skill with Lupe. She just wants to get, she just wants, she thinks like my she arm wants could be broken. To, and I, wants everybody to kiss her yeah, muscles. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we've got like, you know, a multifaceted uh, commentary on confidence, which I, which I think is pretty, pretty cool to see. But yeah, it was great to get this reveal from Greta because um, it also showed vulnerability from her to Carson. It's like, okay, like, yes, we're having fun. Yeah, but I actually, you know, have feelings and trust you in this way because I'm going to tell you this information. Really, the all we can glean is that Joe's the only person, the only other person that knows about the rules. So she's like in that circle of trust now. Yeah, so I think it's interesting because like we talked last episode of like, oh boy, end of episode three, they like are together and they seem happy and and like where's the conflict going to come from? And and I think rightfully so i think both of you were like yeah and like having to like be in a relationship when you're not allowed to be like openly gay uh and so we get it here we're like uh, i think they do a good job here of like having greta establish like her rules that are going to like establish where the conflict i think will come right um, and the boundaries even, as well yeah, and the yeah. frustration that karsten feels because she doesn't have this type of experience before so she doesn't know you know she kind of lives in a world where it's a little bit more rose-colored glasses because she doesn't know what could happen when she puts herself in a vulnerable situation. So um, definitely the frustration that Carson's feeling. She also is like very eager and Greta is more eager to take things slowly and kind of see how mm -hmm. things you know, ebb and flow. And I think that it's it's just interesting how they're kind of on totally, they have a fire for each other, but they also are coming at it from different types of experiences and different, you know, wants out of this. And I think that's going to be interesting how they maneuver their relationship going forward. And once again, how many people in the team know the, the more gets out is it going to become an issue how is joe going to factor into all of this do we think that joe has feelings for greta or is she just being pr uh, protective of her friend um you know it's it's yeah. pretty pretty an in, in interesting dynamic yeah i think the other thing that's interesting here is like to the point of like taking it slow is so interesting because like there's a sense of like Carson is seemingly is the one who I think you'd be more likely to be like because she left like she's she left like you know Charlie went to war but she left like the house she left this mm -hmm. idea of like you know being the like uh the like uh spouse like the wife of this man and is coming to play baseball and she's uh she's not seeing this I think as something that uh I think she's seeing this as like potentially like oh this is what my life can be Whereas I think Greta is much more in the camp of like, this is what the reality of like being out at this time looks like is that like, it's fleeting. Like we, we don't, we won't get to like settle down in terms of like, she's like, well, you know, eventually it'll be September and you'll go back to Charlie and I, and Joe and I will go to California. Right. So um, Greta's is seeing it as something that's much more fleeting. And it, like, I think oddly so is like taking like her time with it, like sitting, like, you know, uh, enjoying it a bit more than like seemingly perhaps Carson is because Carson is so excited by this, but probably is also the person who like doesn't see it ending. Well, and if you think about it from Carson's perspective, she's got this like career opportunity she's never right. had. She's got right. this like sexuality experience she's never had. And so she's just like swimming in freedom, right? Like she's just like, look at me. I could do all these things. No, there's no stopping me now. And you've got a bit of a reality check in Greta who has, you know, been able to figure this out about herself and live this, this life for a while. And it's kind of like, hey, I know this world isn't i know this world a little bit better than you and i'm gonna cherish what we have in the moment i'm not gonna think you know three years four years down the line yeah so this is gonna culminate in the conversation that joe is gonna have with greta to be like hey you're not playing it's you're not being safe enough like you're not following the rules greta is gonna say like "Ooh, some jealousy i i kind of hope that's not where we're going i kind of love the idea that like joe and greta can like both be these like queer women who are out and, and have this understanding and, and can be queer friends who aren't just in love with each other. Like, I feel like there's a lot of like TV now. I know uh, Ariel uh, 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 talks a lot about like, I, he loves it when he just like sees like platonic friendship mm -hmm. um, in something. And I kind of want that to be the, the case. I, 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 I would not, you know, if the show goes there, it's fine. I'm not exactly hoping that this ends up being like a, uh, 
like a love triangle type situation. I, I, I like, you know, I thought like Joe's placement in the show was going to be as like a sounding board for Greta. This is the first time we really get a scene that's just the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say a lot, right? And Joe being like, you're not following the rules. Uh, and you know, I love rules. So I'm, I'm with Joe on this one. Uh, uh, and Greta being like, yeah, relax, whatever. But then really taking it to heart, right? Like sometimes like your friends like tell you stuff and you're like, no. You're like later, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, and she's going to kind of like tell Carson like, no, hey, we can't do that. Like, you know, we're we're home now. We're not like we don't have a room in the in the church uh, where we can be like you know secretly ourselves. We have to play by the rules, uh, which is a little heartbreaking for Carson. It's so sad. I don't like it. There's a lot of sadness in this episode, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think Joe and Greta have been through some stuff. Like I think in the last mm-hmm. episode they re- reference like you know you can't go home or is it's this one where you can't go home to massachusetts and like stuff has happened you can never go back to massachusetts. yeah like mm-hmm. stuff like that so you know they have a shared history and i i do hope it's like a platonic one so like as greta's being a check for carson joe's being a check for greta who's gonna be joe's check is joe gonna go mm-hmm. crazy like go run jess, wild maybe jess maybe maybe i don't know yeah. or surely surely's just gonna lay it down i don't know um but i do think you know it's sh- talking about the community it takes to keep each other safe during this time yeah um so that's basically where we're going to end the carson uh, greta stuff in this episode but boy if we want to chat about uh th- a, a sad uh uh you know when two friends fight i was very upset to see where we end up with max and clance um, oh yeah. yeah so sad uh they're on the right foot at the beginning and talking about the paycheck um and and clance is going to get a job at the factory because it's going to make more money uh and uh i thought like you know talking about relationship goals between guy and clance this yeah. relationship this conversation they have where he's like no he's obviously very depressed he's going to be going uh, off to war he's very upset uh it's so cute that they like speak in comic language uh at least sunday morning cartoon language uh, uh what is his name speed jackson yeah um it's so cute this thing and uh but but him being like no you're not working at the factory and she's like well this is kind of what needs to happen so i think it's gonna happen like i'm, I'm gonna go down yeah. i'm gonna go work at the factory i like that she you know has as much uh authority in this relationship as as he does Yeah, she doesn't want to lose the house that they worked so hard to get. So if that means that she works at the factory, then she's going to do it. She's going to protect the the home that they're building, you know, so that they can hopefully have the family that they want to eventually have. So I think that and as much as it was like, I don't know, not permission, uh, there was a discussion that had to have for her to sign on. And it was it was nice to see clance in her little onesie it's not a onesie uh but a in onesie. factory outfit in her like, factory uh, outfit what would that be called uh, boy all of us clearly work like, uniform very blue collar yeah i guess <laughs> like her over not overall it's like uh oh coverall it's like a coverall cover yeah. Yeah. yeah something like that yeah. i loved how she was like oh, what do we do what's that <laughs> I love uh, uh, Max being like cover for me, and she's like, "But how? I've just started." <laughs> that uh, would be me at the factory. I'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to break my nail. Like, actually, yeah. like, I don't. Yeah, am I gonna get dirty doing this? Like, I feel like I'm gonna be like a, a Clance. Clance is yeah. probably a better sport than I would be." Yeah. Um, uh, one yeah. quick historical side note. So, um, Speed Jackson was is like a real comic that ran mm-hmm. in the Chicago Defender, and the Chicago Defender was a black-owned newspaper, which is oh, very, cool. very like important <laughs> to a lot of uh, history in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you used to be able to get it on the street. You can't get it on the street anymore. It's now a digital copy, but um, men, it, it's something that you see max's dad reading at a point oh, cool. in this episode as well mm. so it was yeah. nice to see that folded in i do love when clance comes in like is like uh, you're only reading it for the bad news and he's like that's all there is and she's <laughs> like no there's not look tornadoes Oh, mine collapses. (laughs) Relatable content, Clance. Relatable content. Yeah, this is is this uh is guy doing the first ever doom scrolling? Is that what he's doing? (laughs) Um we also get uh more parent troubles between Max and uh mostly her mom, because her dad's normally very supportive uh and actually would be very supportive later in the episode um but um tony is now worried like the factory job it's great but like what about when all the white men come back and like want their jobs back uh and she's like 
don't worry. I'll be in the Negro League by then, so no problem. She's um, got a plan. I have a plan. Uh, and I love her dad being like, well, if you're going to pay rent. She's like, ah, no. No, I'm not paying rent. I love their yeah. relationship. I love Max. And I believe we've, I, I'm not sure we knew his name other than Mr. Chapman. I believe his name is Edgar. Um, Ooh, I yeah. Also love Tony in this too. She's like, I only give eggs to paying customers. (laughs) Like she's like showing her her anger in a very loving way, in a way. Teasing her a bit. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, uh uh Clance is gonna be talking guy is uh Very upset. Alarming sign when your husband is not clipping his toenails. He loves clipping his toenails. Oh, goodness. Everyone's got something. (laughs) Uh, Max is the perfect solution. A double date. Nothing could possibly go wrong on a comedy show when there's a double date. No, don't go on a double date. It's always (laughs) a scam. Don't do it. Like in real life? Yeah. Yeah. You don't uh, want to double scams date. are being held. Uh, being <sighs> well, number one, there's always awkwardness because mm-hmm. the guys usually don't have that much in common. So that's number one. Number two, it's just, it's just, it's, it's never fun a double Hold date. Hold on, and that wait, and that's a scam that the men won't have anything in common. I just think that the scam is oh the this is going to be fun the double mm-hmm. date is going to be mm-hmm. fun it. and mm-hmm. it's a scam because you think it's going to be fun and it never I, is I assume you were like don't go on a double date like, I was like so what's your like credit card num- like what's your sin number uh, sin, <laughs> that's a Canadian term uh, uh, social identity number um, yeah so guys depressed uh, I mean rightfully so yeah. been drafted to war you know yeah. I appreciated this look because usually like when we see like a war story of like men are like yeah let's go i can't wait let's go we're like the nazis like yeah, this is a know, different like, version of masculinity right yeah um, and yeah. i appreciate seeing that i appreciate um you know there's a point in that conversation where clans is like you can say it you know you can say you're afraid of dying and and that it speaks again to the again relationship goals but um you know, you get that vulnerability to come out of him and you get to kind of really understand what he's going through. All right. We have to pick up a shift at the factory. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We come back. uh... I got my coverall. I'm ready to go. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. We are back. I do like their first day. It's like, oh, Cheryl's here. And when they get past Cheryl, it's like, wow, she's really dumb. She called me to ask for my phone number. <laughs> Sassy Clance, uh, throwing some shade. Uh, yeah, it's great. 
uh, yeah, and we're going to see a, a fox has quit the job. Uh, we'll learn that he was poached by another, I believe, a distillery uh, to play for their baseball team. Um, and uh, so, yeah, because he quit, there's an opening on the baseball team. Uh, isn't that interesting? Like, isn't that like an interesting? We don't have to think about that. <laughs> like, I'm just like the the sports scheme was also career advancement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is interesting. If you're good at sports and mediocre at your job, you can still, uh, you know, go up in the 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 world. Yeah, I'm hoping Thank I get poached patriarchy. for my job, so I can like play on a softball team or something. You know, you know, that'd be great. What a life we'd live. Um, I love Clance being confused at what, like, not working this type of job. It was just like, I don't, I can't afford to lose a limb, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cover for me. How? What do we do? <laughs> what do they do? What is that thing? I don't know. How the the Max, they make screws. Yeah. Wait, have you heard my theory about screws and nails? I have a theory that nobody ever buys screws or nails. They just manifest and appear in your house. When was the last time you both bought a nail or a screw? And tell me, probably never. And then tell me how many (laughs) nails and screws you have in your house. I have a box of nails that I bought to hang pictures, but I bought it like 10 years ago. Exactly. But I I have one when I moved into my apartment. That's like a box of different type of like also to like hang up things. You just buy one and you're good for life. I remember one time my dad took me to the store and there were were like, I could not compute how many screws there were. I was like, I don't understand why we need so many or how this works. But then Bob Vila will tell you on this there's more like is there more uh wheels or doors yes is there more like doors or screws did we ever find out what the answer was if there's more wheels or doors you're a hank i feel like hank green had a tiktok on he did and i can't i can't remember what he said though the problem with like where the answer is 50 wheels it's like there's more wheels yeah that makes sense i don't Uh, know every time i I say that makes sense i think i could no i still think it's doors because if you say there's you know, a car has four wheels. Oh, you know, it has to have, but there's also, also four doors. Four doors. But there's also like wheels inside of doors. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this made sense the at one point in my brain. Door this has made wheels. sense in uh, my yes, and then yeah, but not as many we. Not as many wheels in that door how, than there would be doors on every car. How many but wheels are, do you have in your house, though? I have definitely more doors than wheels in my house. I have at least seven <laughs> wheels that I can see. What do you and mean I, you have seven wheels in your my, house? My desk chair has like yeah. five wheels, and I have oh. uh, I have a I have a stationary bike that has two wheels. Oh wait, I'm sitting on a chair that has wheels. Yeah. See? They get you well, every time. Well, but if you count metaphorical doors, like girls playing oh. baseball, doors <laughs> outnumber the wheels. Amazing. <laughs> uh, 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 Max going to get an opportunity to pitch. Um, but when we go to the uh, the I almost said a blind date, the double date. Yeah. Bad yeah. news. Uh, uh, and this is there's so much in it. again. I think the writing of the show is excellent because there's, there's so much in here. So not only does like. A uh, guy end up being like, I thought you were getting the pitching job. And so guy uh, Gary is like, uh oh, I didn't want to tell you that. Uh, also, like they Max and uh, uh, Gary storm out. Clance is like, no, you're just going to give the Germans our coordinates, huh? <laughs> like, like you spill every bit of information ever given to you. You can't huh. keep a secret. It's so good. It's so good. They feel like a married, you know, they're like a married. It's great. It's, it's I so think good. like. I, I keep going to this. I, I think the Lucy and Desi situation, like I just, mm. I could see it as like a model for, for them in a little way. So good. Uh, yeah. The too. fact is like, uh, you know, you, you sent me an invitation to a guy's cafe. I thought you were cheap, but you're actually just a good cook. Uh, you make the pork. Uh, it's good. Uh, this is pretty brutal. I, you know what? I feel like it's interesting. Cause like guy, does something uh sorry not guy gary does something wrong here i would say in not telling max uh and i I like this like um line where he's like um why why is it the only thing that's that matters to you and she's like because it because it is uh like i don't have to give you an explanation for why i care about baseball so much like i i I don't know i think that this Mm. is really good there's a lot of tension here um max has been like for for my understanding like lying to 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 gary like uh i guess we don't know her sexuality for sure she but she does like presumably if we're presuming that she presumably if we're presuming i'm Mm. 
so good at language. Uh, uh, if she's, you know, we've seen her like make out with this woman. And if that's like what her sexuality is, and then she's like, but like to cheer clients up, but like go on a double date. Like she's not like entirely being super honest with Gary either. It's for like entirely different reasons that feel much more justified than like lying about Gary getting on the baseball team. I just think it's like kind of complicated and it's interesting. It's I think again like a safety thing, right? right? Like she needs she needs the survivor term meat shield of right. um of Gary here to kind of protect her. And she knows like people are already because we even see in an earlier episode, she's just at the game watching the game, and people are like, Is that your girl? What right. what is she like? People are already doing this for her, so she's just like riding the wave that's being put in front of her. Does anybody feel a little bit bad for Gary, who seems to actually yes. like Max? And yeah, because he's like, we could, we could be them. And she says, we can never be them. We will never be them. I mean, yeah. it is a high bar, but I do feel bad for her. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's really tough. Uh, you probably prefer, you know, talking about Misha, like it's a beard, right? Like the, the, the yes. idea of a beard, yeah. uh, which uh, I guess if folks so now like that yeah the idea that you would like date somebody uh typically for like uh gay men uh your beard is like the, the fake girlfriend you have so nobody suspects that you're gay um but yeah it's not you know preferably if someone is being your beard or your meat shield they're like in on it to an extent you know uh but again it's at a time where it's like you know you talk about safety yeah um blows up her whole world and Speaking of uh, her parents, she's going to come back to her house and her parents are talking uh, mm. and specifically about Berta, who we saw earlier because uh, uh, she drove off on her cool motorcycle. Oh, like a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I never heard this term before. I thought I knew all the gay terms. Uh, and the, what if your daughter is an invert? Uh, and I, I do really uh-huh. love Edgar in this scene, just being like, so what if your daughter is an invert? Like, what? You're not going to love her? Like, you know, like uh, Edgar, good dad. Mm-hmm. Not that Tony is a bad mom, uh, but Edgar, good dad. Well, uh, Tony has seen from her person. She's like, I've seen what it's like being gay in this world because of my sister. And I don't right. want that for my daughter. Where Edgar is just like, I love his love. <laughs> I love everybody. Oh. You know, like, love my daughter. Wait, invert. Wait. Uh, Did so you Google invert- it? Yes. Uh, so this is interesting. So invert is a sexual inversion. It's the idea that people who appeared physically male or female on the outside, but felt internally that they were of the opposite anatomical sex. Oh. Mm. I remember your nickname now. You're Google and Grace. It's not big time. <laughs> big time, Grace. <laughs> yeah. A nickname that was almost given to me. Um, interesting very interesting uh so this, this idea that like different than pre-understanding of mm-hmm. probably uh, transgender people uh not that in the 40s it didn't exist but probably this idea that like oh that can explain there is this weird thing i think this thing that's been happening recently where it's like uh this idea that like people are just trying to make their their like gay kids trans because it will be like more socially acceptable like it's a weird very weird like backwards logic that people have um but yeah i guess it's like there is just this thing of like um sometimes people are so like heteronormativity like makes so much sense to people that like the only way gay people could exist is if like you actually like you were actually like born the wrong right like there's just Mm -hmm. like sometimes this weird thing so yeah i think that's what they're when they're talking about what if your daughter's an invert is this idea Mm -hmm. that like what if she thinks she's like male on the inside which again back to like gender roles this idea that she's playing baseball like yeah well and we don't see bertha right like we don't see bertha we we just see cool motorcycle right yeah Yeah, so Mm -hmm. we don't know what that person right looks like or has gone through or anything like that yeah it makes me think back to episode three and i don't remember if he if we discussed this or not but there was a scene where max was dressing a little bit more masculine and she was speaking to the person that she is having this affair with Mm -hmm. and was taking a lot of pride in her appearance and was like, I like the way I look right now as, you know, dressing masculine. Um, So, I mean, it could, it could definitely be a part of this all. Very interesting. Yeah. 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 Exciting to see how it unfolds. Yeah. Uh, 
so Ma Max does get the shot. As we said, it doesn't go well. It's so sad. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, and so interesting. And so she's going to go to the game, see them fighting, see them uh, not as a unit. I think yeah. yeah. How do we feel about this? So like Lupe and Carson were, were deemed co co-coaches right yes. and they right. have like very different ways greta comes out and says like hey lupe no one's ever gonna choose you it's always gonna be carson which you know we haven't really talked about like the latina experience in the situation but uh there's a couple of comments in previous episodes about how lupe saying lupe's from spain is a lot more palatable than being from mexico because i don't know why spaniards conquered mexico i have no idea but um this is also coming from a Mexican. But then um, here, you know, I think this is Greta also saying like, hey, Lupe, no one's going to ever, you know, be led by you. They're always going to choose Carson. And I, I, I think her um, ethnicity plays a part in that as well. Then they're like, they like have a fight. Do we think this is Lupe's fault? This fight? Where where do we see the fight landing? Um. Yeah, whose fault is it? I don't know if I want to cast total like yeah, person's fault. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of like happens. But I think like the team is like, I don't, I don't know. So, I like, I think the perception yeah. from the show was trying to put it on so, someone. This is interesting because I, I hadn't really thought about that. But there, so because uh, to me, the reason why like Lupa is 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 uh isolated is because she was sort of like looked like hung the, out with dove right the favorite uh, she was seen mm -hmm. as the favorite right. or the the teacher's pet mm -hmm. right um but then interesting whether they'll because like uh she's the one who she like you know shoots first to, mm -hmm. to invoke some star wars language um, and also cobra kai and cobra kai yeah um and so we there was a there was you know she's what is she the spanish striker which yeah uh, uh they sort of like are invoking like nicknames that are you know uh i think at some point so she get called a hot tamale i don't know if that's yeah no right? something along the or you know hot tempered right yeah. so whether that. that comes into of this idea of like uh uh like a you know playing into that stereotype um i i yeah could be you know in terms of like um if that's part of the story of like you know uh Lupe striking, you know, tackling first or shoving, pushing first or whatever it ended up being in terms of like um, whether people perceive her to be that way, even though she's like she's treated a bit. She's like, I just want to I want to pitch, you know, uh, right. and, they, you know, it's done in this way of like, no, we're protecting you. Uh, but like, you know, she has autonomy over herself. Did she right. do what she wants to do? You know? Yeah. yeah. She she's literally saying, like, let me in, like I want to play. Yeah. And then Carson's kind of taking on this like motherly or like I know better role of saying, No, like, you know, you have to take care of yourself. And Lupe is frustrated. She's been benched for seemingly weeks. Um, she knows that she's the best pitcher on the team and she's getting nowhere, and she's being told by and her. You know, it's one thing to be told by Dove, who is their coach. It's another thing to be told that she can't play by, you know, an equal or a peer that she can't play. I'm sure that's frustrating. So um, this argument on the the pitcher's mound is inevitable because they're not a cohesive team. They don't have, you know, they don't have a leader. They don't have a coach. They don't yeah. have, you know, strict uh like you know things to keep them in line so and i think we also see like two very vastly different approaches to the game because we've got like um carson comes in with her index cards and mm -hmm. stats all about like the blue socks and you know who does what when and all this stuff and i think lupe is much more of an intuitive player and that's where um sometimes it can be misconstrued as hot temper or impulsive or something like that because she just knows and feels the game and 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 makes decisions from her gut as opposed to having a bunch of logic and reasoning and stats behind the the decisions she's making so well, i wonder also uh, with her stat cards i wonder if uh is that why dub gets hired does he does he <gasps> like stats right is he like, look, I'm inventing, look, Moneyball. Have you read yeah, Moneyball? He's, oh, like, <laughs> he's like, not like, um, you know, Carson tries to explain it. Like, this is like yeah. a system that nobody should really understand except for me. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got it. I got no, it. I got it. Yeah. And then he goes and then he fails because he doesn't understand the Nothing. stats. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, the the dueling uh, managers, I think, is like if again, I feel like this show does a very good job of like playing with like sitcom, like it feels sitcommy, uh, but it's like a forty minute drama too. Uh, and so I like the two of them coaching, giving signs, uh, it's very fun. I, it's I like kind it. of like a for a food and like a deconstructed entree because mm, they yes. like took the they took the the meet the movie and kind of sliced it up because we get like the dual coaches, but it's not you know, you're Jimmy and Dottie, it's Carson and, they're and, not, and Lupe. They're and doing you, the same thing, right? Yeah. 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 It's great. You're, you yeah. get your sisters, homage. but they're somewhere else. You know, like we're just getting, we're getting elements. It's like a deconstructed sandwich. Yeah. Love it. Good metaphor. Thank uh, you. Although you're never supposed to trust uh, no. who, yeah, who likes a sandwich. Yeah, uh, don't trust people who like yeah. sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> there's a there's a lot in the loop. Again, uh, Greta has just come out of the conversation with Shirley, where Shirley's like, Joe's, Joe's queer. And uh, and uh, uh, comes around the corner to Lupe, and Lupe's like, what's wrong with your face? You look crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so they're gonna argue, and then uh, yeah, we don't really see resolution, uh, right? They they fight. Uh, uh, coach is officially gone uh, until there's a sub. God help yeah, us. Reprimanded. Yeah, uh, and uh, and then Carson's gonna uh, Max is gonna talk to Carson. So uh, you, no resolution on who's coaching this team. Do you think we'll get a new coach? Boy, that would you need it, right? So. The one thing I think is really, I think the the choice to bring in Dev, whether or not he comes back, um, this idea that, um, I mean, the, sh the, sh the show is about women, right? Right. And so, uh, or potentially like non-binary folks or, or whatever. Uh, this what, idea, yeah, this idea that like, uh, it shouldn't be like, yeah, this guy comes in and he's like the, this, you know, the can fix the team uh and so the fact that like dev just leaves almost immediately is like very intriguing to me um because it feels like yeah like you know if i'm like what 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 would the league do they would just immediately hire a new coach right they'd find somebody else who would do it um although we're not at the point where like the league doesn't there's not this storyline right now of like whether the league is a success or not right we had the thing uh about like um the newspaper article that all the women were like, seeing, like, oh, this will end eventually. The boys will come back from the war, but it hasn't mm -hmm. been like a. Th but like, yeah, whether this is a thing that's like even worthwhile to go and uh, do. So, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know whether they're gonna get a new coach or not. I kind of hope they don't, at least for a little while, to kind of show what women can do in this right. case. I think it is interesting because Shirley's like, it's baseball. There has to be a man. Like, right. like what? So I hope at least for the next episode, we don't. I mean, again, the audience probably knows what happens, but like, I really hope that we we get some more games that are coached by the team itself well, the, for a little bit. In the propaganda too, it's like and and Dove Casey teaches them how real men play, yeah. you know, how play the game, right? Like, uh, yeah, there's very much this energy of like women can control, they can play the base, they wouldn't know what to do. Uh, I do, I do think it's. I mean, Lupe like actually throwing out her arm and like being out for the season, then just straight up being the coach, like taking you know whatever. Because uh, like, where's Max fit in? If Max is coming in to be the pitcher, yeah, I Lupe mean, it can works also out. be the pitcher. Yeah, yeah uh there also is you know like i don't like to play into stereotypes but there also is this like especially like uh old baseball coaches are like there is there was this thing of like you need the like uh and actually it's still recently the um manager of my favorite team the toronto blue jays like was often criticized he got fired over this season but he often got like criticized for not being um fi like fiery enough like not sticking up for his team and like not like huh. inciting passion in his team when like if they're like a call doesn't go their way and he would come out and they're like god he's so like Look how tame he is. He needs to be like mad and furious that like, you know, the thing so he'll fire up his team and his team will win. So I feel like there still is that like thing of like what it is. It's interesting. He was, uh, uh, I don't know, Charlie Montoya. I don't know where he's from, but he, he uh, would be Hispanic or Latinx. So uh, it's interesting that he, they were like, he's not fiery enough. Like he, he can't coach this team. He's like not doing great. He's Puerto Rican. Um, so yeah, interesting. Uh, so I could see sort of Lupe in like the vein of like this old style of the coaches who would come out and like, yell at the umpire i mean i could you know you could see lupe like fitting into that well jimmy did that a couple times in jimmy the movie. does it yeah. yeah yeah absolutely But we didn't necessarily see it from dove 
there's a really famous clip of this uh, coach who comes out and I, I believe it got, uh, I don't know if like it got put in a book or whatever, but he comes out and he's yelling at the umpire, uh, but he's actually, he's being like, you need to toss me out of this game right now because like, I need my team to get fired. So he's not actually yeah. complaining to the umpire. He's like pretending to be mad. Uh, and he's like, you need me to drop an F-bomb? Like I'll drop an F-bomb so you can kick me out of the game. Like whatever you need to do to kick me out without ever actually saying anything bad to the umpire. It's like, yeah, it's very funny. Um, all right. Um, yeah, that's uh, uh, I think I think the other uh, the lights, uh, the lights, yes, is the game yeah. uh, uh, is very fun. So they're playing the night game. Uh, nobody noticed that the light was being turned off. <laughs> I noticed it. I don't know how the umpire didn't notice, or the uh, audience, or the coaches. I don't know. But- I was stretching my believability of like nobody noticed that the left field light gets turned off every like it, like nobody. Uh, okay all right sure i'll ride with the show because i'm enjoying pretty much everything that i'm seeing on my screen yeah this was like huge in baseball time though like night games changed everything it was a huge deal so the fact that they got a night game so early in their little season i think was like shows how much they were i guess needing baseball or wanted to put money behind baseball um but i i did enjoy the you know the blue Sox have won every single (laughs) Night game. I wonder how did they do that? How that happen? Oh, yeah, it's wow. so going on. Oh, wow, look at that. So silly. Uh, uh, That's yeah, the, a very sports movie, though, right? Like, it, it, yes, it, it, I just need it to be like slightly better. I need it like <laughs> to be like uh, stealing signs or whatever. Uh, the, the most famous stadium in in the League of Their Own series, the most famous as uh, Wrigley Field where the tryouts are held, yep. uh, like uh, was notorious for never holding night games until yep. 1988, uh, 42. So right, they were going to, uh, and actually, um, uh, there were temporary lights put in for an All American Girls uh, Professional League uh, game. Their All Star game was played at Wrigley Field with temporary lights, um, uh, and it was the first night game ever played at Wrigley Field um, uh, uh, until. The MLB has a game in 1988. Um, yeah. Wow. Huge deal. Also yeah, really bright. Deal. Makes the whole neighborhood in Wrigley like it's real bright. I don't know. Yeah, if base- wanna... <laughs> like, baseball was like fully a like boy. daytime thing. You like went during the day. You watched the games during the day. Uh, it wasn't until like lights. You know, it seems like that they wouldn't have lights. But yeah, uh, it took a long time for lights to get introduced across baseball. So they could play at night. It could be a nighttime activity you go and do. Yeah um is there anything else from this episode i thought really fun the scene where they like cut through the church to like the the new roommates that like carson has essentially set up uh just being like like i, I think it's about her is it about her boxers or about her cigarettes like how'd you get these in here i said Box- for my brother yeah, it's the boxers it's boxers but then i feel like is joe wearing boxers later yeah I think she got I, boxers yeah it's so because uh, just got yeah. it from a brother and joe asked how many brothers do you have and then oh, she wound yes. up getting boxers yeah, see, that's well, so great. That's so yeah. good. Uh, uh, more SC and Loopy, SC prep. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Yeah. Oh, no. you. Um, yeah, SC and Loopy, Lupe, I'm interested in that. I think it was the line was funny when Lupe was like, yes, it's such a coincidence yeah. and random <laughs> yes. that yeah. you and I got roomed together. Was... SC and Lupe, like, what a coincidence. Uh, there's oh, also yeah. the line where Lupe, Lupe being her translator. Yeah, so she's like, I'll be the coach, and S is like, you will be the coach. Like, she's giggling because she approves of my nomination. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think S probably been the like least. Cert- Maybell hasn't got a ton. Then there's sort of like the rest of them that like extras, but. Yeah. Well, one other thing, speaking of Este, Este was like the base dealer in the situation, and oh, there yeah, was true. like a big, like, there was that moment where the sarges i'm gonna call them that, like there yeah. was oh yeah a general gentleman's agreement that we do not steal bases like this is and and carson's like oh well, i don't see any gentleman here like <laughs> I do, I, to our point a couple episodes about like how vivian comes in you're like expecting her to be like villainous and then they're like why do you do why'd you do it's just like so i could have free this is my way of getting freedom i feel like the all of the women yep. for sure have been given a ton of depth uh uh this uh this season because beverly you also would think would be like sort of just this like mean brooding chaperone and she you know she's she's more than that she's not a two-dimensional character yeah uh also the stuff with maybell and shirley of like talking about joe never trust a woman who loves a sandwich uh, she talks a lot about katherine hepburn and pants is <laughs> 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 very good um yeah uh anything else Did we miss anything no i sure we did, so but... i just want to i just want to confirm so we they've played the 
Blue Sox. They've mm-hmm. played the Comets, but we haven't seen yeah. the Bells yet, no, right? Correct. The Rancing Bells, yeah. Correct. Mm. We've been to Kenosha, but not Racine. Wisconsin, so maybe that's next. You know? Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. I, oh, well, because uh, Jess says uh, if we beat them, we'll win the league, right? Which is not how the league works. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how standings work or playoffs. I don't know if they have playoffs. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm sure we will get that. Uh, I thought this was really good. I'm really enjoying this. Uh, this is exactly the halfway point for us. Uh, wow. Yeah, right? Uh, I thought very good, very strong episode. Um, we, uh, I believe we'll have some guests coming on as we uh, round out our last four episodes. I think particularly exciting, uh, the show uh, is examining the lens of like the black experience uh, of, of uh, America. Uh, uh, I was about to say in the 1940s and then say like, and our guests will come on. We don't have anybody who was alive in the 40s <laughs> coming on. Uh, if I could book them, I would. Um, but we'll have people who can speak to like the black experience in America, which is something none of us uh, can speak to. So yeah. exciting on that front. Um Marissa, uh, what yeah. else do you have going on in the world? Well, what else besides just being, just existing? Mm-hmm. I am uh, talking The Bear with Latanya Starks. We are wrapping up our coverage of that show. We did like two episodes an episode. <laughs> so uh, yeah. we are enjoying that. It's been fun. We've had a bunch of different guests on as well. So that's been fun. You're doing two episodes at a time? We did two episodes. You get called yeah, The Bear. The- oh, Grace. Yeah, we can call it the the bear pair. The bear pair. <laughs> yeah. Of episodes happening. And then uh, I'm hanging out in the Discord at poshorecaps.com slash Patreon. You can check check out the conversations there. Lots of good stuff happening as always in that space. Or find me on Twitter at MarsBars, M-A-R-Z-B-A-R-S. That's what I got. Sarah, what's up with you? Well, Marissa, what would you say if I told you that I am covering a show I'm that, ready. Has, that has murder, Whoa. that has intrigue, okay. that has mystery, oh. that has, there's a 90s element. Oh. Well, Is this I show mean, written for you? Like, yeah. did I they, like, so. call you and I say? Think so. so I am covering Pretty Little Liars Original <sighs> Sin with Jessica Sterling. Mm. Having there so much fun. There could probably oh, be okay. apples. I don't know. Okay. Apple computers. There's probably an Apple computer. Does that Not work? for the villain. Nope. As we've established. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it is so much fun. It's so good. Check it out. It's the right mix of like stupid fun. Aww. Stupid. It's fun. It's stupid fun. Uh, so check that out. Uh, we are covering it on Post Show Recaps. I am also covering Dawson's Creek and Boy Meets World over at Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. We're also covering Xenon Girl of the 21st oh, Century. Yeah. Um, so very excited to cover that. Is and it weird to cover that show in the 21st, 21st century? century? Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell <laughs> you that. Um, there's a lot of things that they thought we would have by now that we yeah. do not. So that's that's what that's what I have to say about that. Uh, you can find me at Sarah Ferguson and Grace. What about you? Yes, covering a few things here on post show recaps, including The Sandman with Philly. We're making our way through uh, all 10 episodes that dropped on Netflix. It's been very, very good so far. Would you say you're making your way through the episodes? <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Just make uh, sure. Uh, what we do in the shadows with Lindsay Wilson has been very enjoyable. If you want to hear us just like repeat all the funny things that they said in the episode. <laughs> I have the perfect podcast for you. Uh, uh, and uh, and uh, Push Recaps Theater with Ariel uh, uh, covering all sorts of uh, movies. It's a little bit of a light month uh, in August for the theatrical releases, but uh, that's okay. We'll work our way through it. Uh, and I'll be covering House of the Dragon every Sunday night after the episode airs with Mike Bloom with many guests along the way. Um, so excited for that. Over on Rob is a podcast, cover sports with the Offspeed podcast. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Hi From Grace. This has been our episode four coverage we'll be back with episode five coverage in a few days time until then play off the high ones hey 
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.